Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, it's Doug Gottlieb. You know, our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires like the highly consumer-rated Yokohama Avid Ascend LX. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive, simply go to TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Welcome in, everybody. Fox Sports Radio. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show. Extra hour today. Straight out of Vegas, RJ and the boys will be back in this time slot on Monday. Doug will be back on Monday as well. Aaron Torres and Jason Martin taking you to the top of the hour. Rob Parker, the odd couple, that whole crew will be in at that point. It can happen easily. A few drinks become a few too many. It's time to go and you think of calling for a ride home. No, what's the worst that can happen? Get pulled over. You lose your license. You total your car. 
you kill someone. Drive sober or get pulled over. Paid for by Nitsa, Aaron, and Jason Martin in for Doug. Alabama up 17-6 to in the first college football semifinal. Jason Martin. Jason Martin, you know, we get so many blowouts in the semifinals. We're supposed to be grateful when a game is competitive. But this is about the most sloppy, uninteresting, yeah. competitive game that I've seen in a very long time. Yeah, like it's watchable just because it's close, but it's by no means good. Like it's just, you know what good football looks like. This is not. That said, my friend Alan Bell of CBS Sports Line, 71.4% of college football playoff semifinal games have been three plus score blowouts. So you don't have that in this situation. One other stat, I've been holding on to this one the Ooh, entire uh-oh. show. Go ahead. Nick Saban's 5 and 0 at AT&T Stadium with an average margin of victory of 27 and a half. Wow. So I, that could be taking a hit today because they're not up 27 and a half. There's time to get there, but it doesn't kind of look like they're going to end up blowing out Cincinnati. Yeah, I, I don't remember all of the games. I do remember the year that they played Michigan State in the college football playoff. Yeah. And it's hard to, like, it's people forget. Michigan's, you know, we're talking about Michigan. Will Harbaugh ever get over the hump? And we'll preview that Michigan Georgia game in a minute. But we talked for years about Michigan. But Michigan State made the second college football playoff. Uh, and unfortunately, it did not go well for Mark D'Antonio and crew. Uh, Alabama absolutely destroyed them. I believe that was the year that Derrick Henry won the Heisman Trophy. Mm-hmm. I remember that game. Uh, and I'm sure there have been others. I'm trying, I think actually was last year. Was last remember year? They, remember they opened up seasons sure. where they would play down there. And anybody you play anybody anybody Alabama plays in one of those season opening games where it's like USC or something like that dude nobody prepares a team better than Nick Saban for the first game of the season in a neutral site those games are snuff films and I'm not kidding you so I'm looking right now Thursday December 31st 2015 Alabama beats Michigan State 38 to nothing in Mm. a semifinal of the first college football playoff that was the year they ended up beating Clemson in the title game I believe I could be mistaken but I think last year they played uh, they played Notre Dame in Dallas. The, the semifinal was supposed to be at the Rose Bowl. We know kind of what the protocols right. were, and I believe the game ended up being in Dallas. But the bottom line is uh, Alabama has both dominated in Dallas. They've dominated college football semifinal games. I believe they're 5-1 in one in those games. The only loss that first year to Ohio State with Urban Meyer and that crew. Cardale Jones. Cardale Jones, Zeke Elliott, Joey yep. Bosa. That was a loaded, loaded, loaded team. So we'll keep you updated on this one. 17-6, five minutes to go in the third quarter. Uh, and, you know, again, as Jason said, as I said, it's 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 competitive. It's not necessarily we're not, uh, as I've said a few times, we're not going to be telling our grandkids about this one down the road at least not <laughs> through the first uh, 38 or so minutes of this game. Jason, I do want to get to that second semifinal. Michigan getting ready to play Georgia. Obviously Michigan's first uh, appearance in the college football playoff ever as it appears as though we have an interception. So this game just maybe got a little bit more interesting. Bryce Young throws an interception. Uh, I believe that is the it is not Kobe Bryant because Kobe Bryant, Cincinnati star defensive back, is actually wearing number eight in honor of the Kobe Bryant. So uh, it, it, it is not him, but Alabama has thrown an interception, so Cincinnati will have the ball up 17-6. I want to talk to you about the other semifinal, though. We talked about it earlier in the show, um, and I thought you brought up an interesting point, so I'll, I'll go ahead and give you the floor. You told us earlier that you believe there is one team in this college football playoff Final Four that has no pressure, that is playing with house money. That's the Michigan Wolverines. Go ahead and explain, Jason. Yeah, look, Cincinnati's way has the group of five on its back. 
And so that's its own deal. Plus, they're playing against the dynasty, really, of this century, the Patriots, the whatever it is, the Duke basketball, the closest thing to Duke basketball you've seen in college football, for instance, in a long, long time. And I look at Michigan. Michigan wasn't ranked to start the season. They weren't being talked about. This looked like a lame duck year where there's going to be some kind of a conscious uncoupling at the end between Harbaugh and Michigan. And all they've done is, after they lost that one time, they've crushed people, including Ohio State for the first time under Jim Harbaugh, winning the conference in pretty emphatic fashion. Aiden Hutchinson doing what he's doing, ending up in New York. Like, everything has gone Michigan's way, but nobody anticipated them being there. So as weird as it sounds, they're coming in like, yeah, well, they've had a heck of a year. Even if they get beat tonight, they've had a heck of a year. They're playing with house money. Somehow Jim Harbaugh, of all people, is in a scenario where he's in the college football semi and he's playing with house money because nobody anticipated him being here. They had already run him out. I had run him out. Everybody called him overrated. I called him overrated. And all they've done is put themselves into this spot. So I think they're walking in free and clear. They know they're good. They know that Georgia has a couple of deficiencies that maybe they can exploit. I think they're coming in playing free, and that, to me, would be the most frightening thing if I'm a Georgia fan outside of my quarterback and just not being sure that I can rely on him. Not not saying he has no talent, but just not sure if it's put on his shoulders he's going to be able to hold up against the opposition he's going to face either tonight or in the final if they were able to get through. I think Michigan's the team that can come in and play light, and Georgia's going to be gripping because they want to erase what happened in the SEC championship game and so I think I, I think that bodes well for Michigan. Now, I did pick Georgia to win the game, even though a lot of me wants to go the other way. I'm not going to do it. But, but I could easily see a scenario where Michigan wins and looks like they're having fun tonight and Georgia looks the opposite. You know, it's really interesting um, because now that I think about it, I, I do think there's a, a large degree of there's not a lot of pressure on Michigan. I would also take it a step further and say, um, you know, what's what's really interesting about this game is not only that there's not a lot of pressure on Michigan, but just the idea that now that I think about it, I hadn't really considered this coming into this game. The pressure was actually the Big Ten championship game, right? Because there was no pressure going into Ohio State because even though they were playing well, nobody really thought they were going to beat Ohio State. Then you beat Ohio State. The fans stormed the field. Everybody's so excited. You have that moment you come back seven days later and lose to Iowa and don't go to the college football playoff, I don't want to say it was all for nothing, but mm-hmm. it was kind of all for nothing. And so I, I do think to, to some degree you're right. I thought another interesting point that you brought up, Jason, earlier in the show is Jim Harbaugh as the sympathetic figure in college football right now. Um, I, I never thought we'd get here. I never did. And there were various reasons why people did not like uh, Jim Harbaugh, you know, in the first kind of iteration of his career at Michigan. Comes in, a lot of bravado, and I think, you know, it's easy to criticize him now or criticize him a year ago or two, three, four years ago. The bravado was justified, right? I mean, this guy takes Stanford to the near top of the college football world. I don't remember now, but I think there were a couple years there towards the end where if there was a 14 playoff, Stanford might have been in that 14 playoff, right? Yeah. Goes to the NFL, has success immediately with the San Francisco 49ers. It doesn't end well. But the the bravado was justified. But he comes in, a lot of bravado, as you said, kind of said some things about the SEC, and he does the summer camps where he's running around with his shirt off, and he's doing this, and he's talking about And then he doesn't deliver. And then he goes through the whole cycle where last year you feel like, okay, 
This is it. It's come full circle. It's not going to happen. Um, the school basically gives them a life preserver, and it's something we talked about with Bernie uh, uh, you know, on, on our normal show on Saturdays last year when I was hosting with Arnie is I, I don't think Michigan brought him back as a feel-good, let's give him one more chance. I think they thought that, you know, they, uh, before COVID, they were planning on giving him a contract extension. He goes two and four, and they weren't ready to go into a coaching search. And so, uh, you know, I don't want to speak for Bernie, but I seem to remember him saying that on air the last few years is just that if they had a better alternative, if they believed that there was a definitive better alternative out there, they probably would have gone after him. And so I just bring it up because it's it, it's a sort of feel good story. But like you said, it felt like you were extending the inevitable for one year. And to put this team together, and it's it's to his credit too, right? He reshuffled his staff. He got younger. The big stat is, I believe that there isn't a single assistant coach over the age of forty on that staff. So a lot of young minds, creative minds. Uh, Mike McDonald, the defensive coordinator, coached under Jim Harbaugh's brother John with the Baltimore Ravens last year. But I just think it's cool how this guy has become kind of a sympathetic figure, uh, and a, and a figure that I think coming into tonight, people are really rooting for. Look, as you said, the bravado was justified. It was just unnecessary. It's just like we already knew Jim Harbaugh was a great coach. It was sort of theatrical, and it felt gimmickry, and it felt cheap, and it felt pro wrestlerish, and it seemed it unnecessary. Did. If he had just rolled in and won games, everybody would have said all of those things for him. Like you don't—that's the good news. Like if you're good at something, usually other people are going to do your chest pounding for you. In most cases, especially if it's Michigan. It's not Michigan A&M. It's not Michigan Tech. It's Michigan. If he wins at Michigan, they're going to sing his praises. He doesn't have to do it. So it just kind of felt low rent. He's blaming the SEC. He's trying to turn it into this promo battle and all this kind of stuff. It just seemed a little bit, it just seemed low rent to me. I think that's why it was so off-putting. And then when he doesn't win, then it's real easy. Because then when you've talked a lot like that and you don't back it up, it becomes so easy because the punching, you've created yourself into a punching bag. But this year, it was the opposite. He was sympathetic. He was not really expected to return. He wasn't expected to do much this year. And I think the other thing that harmed Harbaugh is, dude, if you're a quarterback, then your quarterback play if you're a <laughs> yeah. coach. That that has to be good. And generally, his entire time at Michigan, that hasn't been the case. It's like, if, if you're not good at what it is that you did – that says a lot. Like, I mean, Brandon Staley, who was a defensive coordinator in Los Angeles for the Rams for Sean McVay before he went and coached, uh, where he's coaching now with the Chargers, was a quarterback at Dayton. So the fact that he's working with Justin Herbert makes a lot of sense. I know he went to an offensive team, and and was a, but he coached the other side of the ball. Because he's a quarterback, he understood that side of the ball. But the fact that it seemed like Harbaugh couldn't get a quarterback to Michigan worth the crap was bothersome. But this year it's been the opposite, and yes – I do think, and not that anybody hates Kirby Smart, but Jim Harbaugh is not a villain. And he's been a villain pretty much through, it's like a heel to babyface turn. I don't know where it happened. I'm not exactly sure the date that it happened, but there was a moment this season where I went from rooting for Jim Harbaugh to fail to watching him and kind of being excited to see them do well. What do you think it was? Do you think it was the humility of a 2-4 and four season? Do you think it was the humility of giving back his salary because he had no other choice? Do you think it was the humility of uh, you know, the fact that, that even when he earned back some of that salary through bonuses, um, the fact that, that he, uh, you know, he decided to give it back to the athletic yeah. department? What, what, is it all of them? I mean, because it does feel like the general vibe going into this one is, I feel like America is kind of rooting for Jim Harbaugh, as weird as that sounds. Yeah, so there's two things about America. 
we love to see the fall. Yep. But we also love to see the comeback. Everybody will buy the magazines and watch the specials about what happened to Tiger Woods on that night in his SUV back in 2009. But they will also walk him and run him up to 18 and cheer him on to win the Masters. That's the way the country works. We are there for the fall, but we'll be there for the recovery. So Jim Harbaugh failing, that might have been fun for a lot of people to watch after his act when he first got to Ann Arbor. But humility, it's real easy to see it. And when someone is is humbled and then starts to come back on the comeback trail and behaves in a different way as if they've grown, as if they've matured, as if they have walked through fire, but somehow have come out of that thing not completely ablaze, we're usually there for that. We love redemption in this country, maybe more so than we enjoy the tabloid and the fall from grace. Unfortunately, we do have rubberneck syndrome and we are going to watch the car crash but ultimately, I think we do want to see somebody crawl out of that car at the end of it. I agree 100%, and, and I think that that is part of it, too, is the idea that he was humble. I mean, he was humbled on a national stage. Again, you go two and four. I said it in the first hour. It feels like this was the first time in maybe his adult life, certainly in his coaching career this past offseason, where he had to look himself in the mirror, and he had to say, what I'm doing is not good enough. Uh, this is my dream job, and if I don't change what I have been doing – uh, I'm not going to have this dream job for very long. So we will see uh, if Michigan can come out and get, I guess you would call it the biggest win of the Harbaugh era. I mean, I don't think there's any doubt after beating Ohio State, after beating Iowa to win the Big Ten championship a few weeks ago. Coming up, Jason, I want to actually ask you about the other perspective, Georgia. What happens mm-hmm. if they do not have success tonight? What it means for Kirby Smart going into the offseason? But AutoZone has the free services you need to help you get back on the road, like their free AutoZone Fix Finder service. With over 5,600 locations nationwide, AutoZone is here to help you save time and money with their free services. Getting the job done just got easier. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Aaron Torres, Jason Martin in for Doug. Coming up, we continue the conversation on the second college football playoff semifinal. Right now, Alabama in front of Cincinnati in the third quarter, 17-6, to about two minutes left. Aaron Torres, Jason Martin in for Doug, Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, 
and where you drive. Choose from a full line of BF Goodrich tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRat.com sports to see their BF Goodrich test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. Be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires at a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. Welcome back, everybody. Fox Sports Radio, Doug Gottlieb Show, Aaron Torres, Jason Martin in for Doug. Doug will be back on Monday. Of course, if you're tuning in for Straight Out of Vegas, RJ and the boys are also out as well this afternoon. They as well will be back after the new year. Do you think it's okay to drive stone? The truth is your reaction time slow way down when you're high. You not only put yourself in danger, but everyone around you. Stop kidding yourself. If you've been using marijuana in any form, do not get behind the wheel. If you feel different, you drive different. Drive high, get a DUI paid for by NHTSA. Aaron Torres, Jason Martin in for both Doug and straight out of Vegas. Alabama in the red zone up 17-6, to looking to put the game away. And Jason, touchdown Alabama. That's my Eli Gold impression of who calls Yikes. the. Yeah, that was a that, that was worse than uh, some of the play on the field today. But Cameron Latu nine yard touchdown catch. It is now twenty three to six extra point pending for Alabama. I think they're going to win, but uh, this was far from a uh, you know a dominant convincing. I should mention there's about fourteen minutes left. But obviously, if uh, you know if Cincinnati hasn't scored a touchdown yet, I I, I don't think they're going to put together two or three scoring drives in a row. Alabama now up twenty four to six with thirteen fifty two left in the fourth quarter. I have a feeling this is about to get much more ugly. Think so? Just I mean, Cincinnati. Cincinnati had a helmet ripoff situation at the end of a play, which cost them 15 more yards on a uh, unsportsmanlike conduct on a Jamison Williams catch that put them inside the goal line or put them inside the red zone. I should say that led to that touchdown. It's 24 to six. This is where the team that can't afford to feel this way now knows this game is probably over. And now is I could see Ritter trying to be a hero here and trying to make everything happen. This is where he throws the pick six. 
this is where it all falls apart. Like they're already covering the spread. It was 13 and a half, I believe, and didn't really change. Now, now Alabama is clear of that. But more than anything, they played with them because Alabama wasn't great, even though they looked like they were dominating the game. The score didn't really showcase that. Now the score's gotten away from Cincinnati. Now Cincinnati is about to do something desperate that's going to go very poorly for them. And this thing, I could see this thing ending up. I'm not kidding you when I say this. I could see this thing ending up 38 to three. Well, it's thirty eight six. I should say. Yeah, we've um, you know, we've been on during the season. Jason and I host Saturday nights, seven p.m. to eleven Pacific, ten a.m. to two a.m. Eastern time, and we've been on for a few of these Alabama games. Where I, I think back to the Tennessee game. I mean, you live in Nashville. I think it was twenty eight twenty four or thirty one twenty. It was a one possession game, like twelve minutes left in the fourth quarter, and then Alabama wins by twenty eight points because it was exactly that. Tennessee was pressing, Tennessee was making plays, all that good stuff. Does this you know, we talked about kind of coming into the, we we were on air uh, you know filling in for Doug here earlier coming into this game where we talked about what did the SEC championship game mean was that Alabama ascending was that Alabama hitting the right stride at the right time or was it a one off coming out of this game where Alabama again is now up 24 to 6 has not been dominant but done what they needed to do to beat an inferior team does this make you feel more or less confident going into what is obviously going to be a much tougher matchup in the championship game I don't know. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I honestly don't know because this is not indicative of either Michigan or Georgia, where the size is going to be a lot different up front. I imagine Bryce Young is going to be able to throw more because one thing we know is Georgia's secondary is not as great as some of their other players. Like, I mean, their linebackers are solid, but if you want to throw down the field, you can throw deep on them. And Bryce Young's already done it once. Michigan. I don't know. I just I don't know if this really shows anything. I still think this shows a flawed Bama team. I still look at this and I'm just like, this Bama team is not one of the great all-time Bama teams. Now, at their best, I mean, Bryce Young broke Tua's yardage or touchdown record for the season a little bit earlier in this game, and he's fantastic. He's already won the Heisman Trophy, but I look at this team and I'm just like, this is not the frightening Bama that you've seen some years. This Bama does have to play well in order to beat you. I don't think I don't necessarily think that's true against Cincinnati today for four quarters, but it will be regardless of who wins in the second game. They're going to have to play much better than this if they want to win without pulling something pulling a rabbit out of their hat at the end. It is 24-6 to Bama, uh, 12-45 left. Cincinnati has the ball. Let's get back to that second game. You know, we talked a lot about a minute ago the Harbaugh element of it. Let's talk about the George perspective because we had Trey, uh, Trey I keep wanting to call him Trey Young. It, it wasn't Trey Young, although that would have been really cool if we had him in hour one. It yep. was uh, Trey Wallace from OutKick. Great, great, great SEC writer. You can follow him on Twitter at Trey Wallace underscore. And we talked a little bit about this with him is what happens to Georgia – if they lose tonight, because this is now year five, I believe, for Kirby Smart, maybe even year six. And, you know, you make that first college football playoff a few years ago. You're on the brink. You're in the national championship game. You're leading at halftime. You fall apart to Bama. And I think the sentiment, and, and we, we've we heard, I, I've seen our buddy Clay Travis, who we both worked for, we both worked with through the years, say that he was at that game, and I don't know if you were, Jason, and, and the sentiment that he felt like was that Georgia fans felt like it was an inevitability that they get back well we're now three four years removed from that we obviously had the Justin Fields situation where Justin Fields never got on the field goes to Ohio State leads them to two college football playoffs um 
what becomes of Kirby Smart if they don't win tonight? Because I think, you know, there's a difference between you're not going to be on the hot seat. You're not getting fired in the offseason after making a college football playoff. But this was the year where it all kind of lined up, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. you beat Clemson in week one. You have a manageable schedule during the regular season. There's no BAM on the schedule. There's no Texas A&M on the schedule. You get through to the SEC championship game. You have what we believe is a historic defense. Oh, by the way, you may finally have the quarterback, too, and JT Daniels, who we haven't seen because Stetson Bennett at one point got the job and never gave it back, as we have a touchdown from Cincinnati. How about that driving the – oh, no. Oh, they called it incomplete. It looked like a touchdown, and it appears as though he dropped it to the last second. So, with that said, it's still 24-6 Alabama. I didn't mean to get everybody too excited there. But um, what becomes of Kirby Smart? Because, again, there's a difference between um, you're on the hot seat and you're going to be fired versus that's not going to happen to Kirby Smart. But, man, can you imagine what the next nine months in Athens will be like? You mentioned it earlier. Oregon opens next season with Oregon. The nine months in the lead-up to that Oregon game, if they were to lose today, where we think a national championship is an inevitability, they have a historic defense, what is the next nine months in Athens like if if Georgia does not beat Michigan tonight? It's tough, and you talk about being there at the national championship game. Clay and I were at that game together, and we were on the sidelines watching Tua throw the touchdown pass. And then, famously, I had to go in the locker room for Fox and get uh, Calvin Ridley to come on the air because I was also doing stringer duty that night. And and before I could get in the locker room, boy, security was feeling it. Quick story, Sean <laughs> Alexander, Heisman Trophy winner, on the cover of Madden, RIP John. Um, Sean Alexander couldn't get in the locker room because security didn't know who he was. And wow. they were they were they were like I, I don't know who you are, sir. Literally, he's standing there with other Alabama players. They're like, dude, this is Sean Alexander, and I'm standing there like, please let the former Alabama Heisman Trophy winner into the Alabama locker room right now. Like it was one of the weirdest things I've ever seen. Only second to then going on the field for the celebration afterwards and finding myself standing directly next to Terrell Owens who was screaming "Roll Tide, Roll!" Like wow. that was uh, that was quite a night. I will say that, but. Clay wasn't wrong. Like, yeah, Georgia, it was this sense that, oh, yeah, we're definitely going to be back. Just like Aaron Rodgers is going to be back in the Super Bowl. Just like uh, Drew Brees is going to yep. go back into a Super Bowl. They both won one, and they haven't gotten there again since. Maybe Green Bay will be able to get there this year. You can't ever rely on that. But the next nine months will be real difficult for Kirby because what has he done that Mark Richt didn't do at that point? Because Mark Rick didn't win a championship. Well, Kirby Smart... Gets a lot of recruits, but he wasn't hired to win the SEC East. He wasn't hired to beat those teams. He was hired because maybe he could actually beat Nick Saban. And to this point, that has not happened. Now, is his seat going to be red hot? No. There are some people that have told me it's going to be sort of warm, and I could see that. I think it's going to be an exasperation, and they're going to start looking at their watch. Like, all right, Kirby, you tell us about your talent. We watch you during the regular season, and then we get into the SEC title game, or we find our way into the college football playoff, and we see this, and we see it happen a lot. I think that Kirby Smart starts to be looked at more like, I don't know, a Jerry Sloan or somebody like that, where Utah probably wins championships if they don't happen to play in the same era with Michael Jordan. But unfortunately, they did. So them and a lot of other teams that could have won titles, and a Charles Barkley and a Patrick Ewing and a lot of guys that that came close but couldn't knock off Jordan, 
they're seen differently. And those coaches never won rings because they played in the same era as a Phil Jackson coach, Michael Jordan team. And I think that's what Kirby Smart starts to look more and more like. It's just another one of the coaches that could not beat Nick Saban, at which point... I think I do think the pressure ramps up next year because you said this before the season, Aaron. If not now, then when? Because as you laid out, this has been the perfect year for it to happen. If it doesn't happen, when are they going to have a better look at it? Because A&M's coming. Other teams are coming. They've made hires. We're seeing this. We're about to see an expanded playoff. Georgia tends to play its weakest football at the times where it matters the most, and that eventually has to stop happening, or it is eventually going to lead to a coaching change. We'll get back to Kirby Smart momentarily because I have some additional thoughts I want to run by you, Jason. First, AutoZone has the free services you need to help you get back on the road like their free AutoZone Fix Finder service. With over 5,600 locations nationwide, AutoZone is here to help you save time and money with their free services. Getting the job done just got easier. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. This is Fox Sports Radio, the Doug Gottlieb Show, extended Doug Gottlieb Show. Straight out of Vegas, we'll be back on Monday. So will Doug. Uh, Jason Martin, Aaron Torres in for Doug. It can happen easily. A few drinks become a few too many. It's time to go and you think of calling for a ride home. Nah, what's the worst that can happen? You get pulled over, you lose your license, you total your car, you kill someone. Drive sober or get pulled over, paid for by NHTSA. Aaron Torres, Jason Martin in for Doug, wrapping up this New Year's Eve edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show. Show. Jason, any other big picture thoughts going into that second game? This Alabama Cincinnati game is coming down to the wire. Alabama up 24 to 6 with the ball uh, in control, running the football like we've been asking them to do for two and a half quarters when they are in complete control. About nine minutes left, but they are up by 18 points. Anything else that we've missed on that uh, second semifinal? Because I will tell you, it, it does. Uh, I mean, I, I hate to, to pat ourselves on the back. I think we laid it out pretty good. Is that Harbaugh, as you said, is playing with free money. Um, I, I think that he has become a weird, sympathetic figure that everybody seems to like this year. And Kirby won't say it. And, and, and I'll get, listen, I'll say this I'll give Kirby Smart credit. I thought he said all the right things coming out of that Alabama game and the loss of the SEC championship game. He said, I'm not worried. I like my team. I like my quarterback. I trust Stetson Bennett. I trust the guys in that locker room. But whether he will admit it, whether he will acknowledge it, whether he will realize it, there is a lot of pressure on him to win this game and at the very least get back to the national championship game. Because, you know, if they get back to the national championship game this year and if they lose to Alabama, I think you can make the compelling case that, listen, as you said, Jason, there's one guy, he's the icon, he is the the lead face on college football's Mount Rushmore. But if you lose to Michigan... Now you're just in that second tier of teams that isn't Alabama with Michigan, with Ohio State, with Oklahoma, with Clemson. There's a lot of pressure on Kirby Smart to win this one. I really, really feel like it. I know some people say otherwise. Some people say whatever. I think there's a lot of pressure. Again, I'm not saying he's going to be fired if they lose this game, but it feels like there is a lot at stake for this guy. No, he's definitely not fired if they lose this game. That'd be insane. But... We start to have a different kind of conversation about him until he proves us until he proves us wrong, if he can prove us wrong in the future. It's a huge game. And he does know it. Whether he wants to say it publicly or not is irrelevant. He knows it. Stetson Bennett desperately wants to prove that he's not a fraud. He's even he's been really affable. He's a really likable guy. You can see that. But we don't believe in him. 
We said it the night that they lost Alabama. What's going on with Stetson Bennett? Where's JT Daniels? That guy can throw the ball down the field. If they end up having to throw the ball and can't run it, which they should be able to run it, I mean, they have a great run game. But if Michigan stouts up against the run, which they're capable of doing, and they say Stetson beat us, then Stetson has to be able to throw the ball down the field, and that's not really his strength. JT Daniels is clearly the better quarterback in that scenario, and that's what Trey Wallace was saying with us in the first hour of the show. And he's right. Like, eventually, Kirby Smart has to do the big boy stuff. He has to make the right decision, and he might have to make it in-game. He should have made it in the SEC championship game when it was clear that Bennett was not going to do enough to win that game against Alabama. And look, the defense didn't put him in a spot where maybe it was going to matter because of how well Alabama was playing. But you gotta you got to get a look at something else. I, I think tonight's game not just from a pressure standpoint, but just I think it's going to be a great game. I would be very surprised if that one is just not a very physical, very intense war. I think both those teams are going to show up and they're going to bring their best. This game just hadn't been very good. It it really has not been very good. I think the second game is likely to be a good game. Alabama kicks a field goal now up 27-6, to three touchdowns. This one is winding down. Really quick, um, do you think, you know, got a minute or two left here, do you think there's one team that Alabama prefers to see? I mean, we had Ryan Fowler on our show, uh, not our show, but I was in with uh, Arnie Spanier last night uh, filling in for Jason and Mike, and and Ryan Fowler said, look, it's it's really hard. We, you know, we in Tuscaloosa like to poke at Kirby. We like to make fun of Kirby, but it's hard to beat the same team twice in one season. Do you think that Alabama has a preference? Do you think Nick Saban cares? Do you think one team, by the way, gives him more trouble than the other because Alabama's about to close out this one here, advance to another national championship? game uh, and it's going to be either Alabama Georgia or Alabama Michigan in, in Indianapolis about 10 days from now I think it's a tough question to answer it's tough to play a team twice especially a good team because you expect that there's going to be adjustments made what you saw the first time well they got to look at you too so they have a lot of tape on their personnel against your personnel and can then adjust to that. Now, nobody adjusts quite like Saban, so it's not like he doesn't have the opportunity to do that too. I think he believes Georgia is the best team. But sometimes it's not the best team. Sometimes it's the hottest team. And it's arguable that Michigan's the hottest team in the country, period, right mm-hmm. now. If they get there, they're dangerous because they're feeling it. And I already said, if you're playing with house money and you're coming in loose – that's that's just a dangerous recipe. And this hardball, this dude I'm not sure I want to see. So I would almost think, even though I know he, he believes the SEC is the best conference and he's right, and I know how, how talented Georgia is, and maybe he doesn't want to see him again and give them a second crack at the apple, I'm not so sure he wants to see Michigan, quite frankly. I don't disagree with you, um, and I, I, I do agree that Michigan, I don't even think it's debatable, is the hottest team. I mean, it was really a three, four, five-week stretch down the down the stretch. And by the way, the Michigan State loss that they had, they were up pretty comfortably about middle to the end of the third quarter there. Uh, AutoZone has the free services you need to get you back on the road like their free AutoZone Fix Finder service. With over 5,600 locations nationwide, AutoZone is here to help you save time and money with their free services. Getting the job done just got easier. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Coming up, we put a bow on this game, much like Alabama. We are steaming towards the finish line. Jason Martin, Aaron Torres in for Doug Gottlieb, Fox Sports Radio. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporting handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose some full line of Yokohama tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Yokohama test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. Be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires at a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show. Aaron Torres, Jason Martin in one last segment. Of course, normally you would hear straight out of Vegas in this this hour. RJ and the boys will be back on Monday. Doug will be back on Monday as well. It can happen easily. A few drinks become a few too many. It's time to go and you think of calling for a ride home. Nah, what's the worst that can happen? You get pulled over. You lose your license, you total your car, you kill someone. Drive sober or get pulled over, paid for by NHTSA. Aaron Torres, Jason Martin in for Doug, also for Straight Out of Vegas. Should mention, top of the hour, the Odd Couple, 
Rob Parker, and the Michigan man himself, Martin Weiss, will take you through that second semifinal, which of course kicks off about 40 minutes from now, Michigan and Georgia. Jason, let's wrap the show. Michigan, Georgia. Georgia's a seven and a half point favorite, according to those in Vegas. Who do you got in that game and why, Jason? I want to pick Michigan so bad because I've been feeling it all week long. And as a result, there's just something about it where I feel this sure about something. I'm, I, I can't it, I can't believe in it. And I've heard people trying to make the Michigan argument all week, all the people I've interviewed, and I just feel like the recency bias is a dangerous thing. And the last time we saw Georgia, we saw them very flawed. And the last time we saw Michigan, we saw the opposite. But the difference is one team played Alabama and the other one played Iowa. I'm picking Georgia to win the game. I wouldn't be surprised at all to come back on with you tomorrow night and be wrong. I wouldn't at all, as a matter of fact. Like I said, I would just say I should have gone with my gut. But I just, I'm going with my head and saying that what we saw for everything but one game this season in college football, uh, can't er- I can't erase all of that. Georgia's good. They have a whole lot of talent. I just think we're going to get this Alabama-Georgia rematch. Well, I will say, and I said this, I think, at hour one, we've been on 12 to 4. If you missed any of it, you can listen to the podcast, download it, the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast immediately after the show. It is interesting. I, I, I thought Cincinnati would keep things a little bit more competitive, and my argument was we had a 12-week sample size that Alabama was good but not elite. And by the way, maybe this game still confirms that Alabama's up 21 points, but it has been far from a dominant effort from the Crimson Tide. But my argument was essentially like, well, you know, I mean, come on. I mean, uh, I mean, look, it, uh, it played 12 okay games all year long. They're not gonna, uh, One game doesn't change the whole season. But I kind of did not use that same logic when I picked Michigan to beat Georgia. If, I, if I'm going to use that logic in defense of or, or to in a little bit of a criticism of Alabama, um, I probably should use the same argument for Georgia in that they played 12 great weeks of football, starting with a win against Clemson beat a lot of quality teams throughout the year, uh, and they did have one really, really bad week against Alabama. With that mm-hmm. said, though, I, I, it goes back to what you said a minute ago, Jason, is Michigan is the hottest team in college football right now, um, and there is a little bit off of them. Like, like the, the, the weight of the world is on their shoulders going into that Ohio State game to a degree. Nobody thinks they're going to beat Ohio State, and, and I said it earlier, but I stand by it. Until the score went final with all zeros on the board there in the big house— I didn't think they were beating Ohio State. I really thought Ohio State they were going to figure out a way. It was going to be vintage Harbaugh. There was going to be a fumble. There was going to be a pick six. There was, gonna, and they beat Ohio State. And everything is setting up for them to then have the letdown against. They they finally beat Ohio State, and then they're going to lose to Iowa in the Big Ten championship game. It does not happen. They dominate Iowa, and maybe probably their I don't know about their best game. The Ohio State game was pretty good as well, but another dominant effort there. So. I am going to roll with Michigan in this one. I, I think I said all week long, 30-17 to 17 as a final score. I, and I just think part of it, too, and we t- had Jeff Schwartz on earlier in the day. Uh, he votes for the Joe Moore Award, which goes to the top offensive line. I think we talk about the dominance in the trenches from Georgia all year. Michigan was dominant on both sides of the ball as well uh, in the trenches as well, Jason. So. Yeah, I, I, I know. I Like I said, you're making fine points, and you can take the victory lap tomorrow if you're right, and I can just be the one that didn't have the sack to take Michigan. I just, again, I've seen, there was a long time where we just said it was Georgia and everybody else, and you said Georgia in the preseason was going to win it all. 
I just can't imagine that we saw a season full of tonal, total phoniness, and we will annihilate Georgia if they get beat tomorrow. I can promise you that. If they get beat tonight, tomorrow night on the air, boy, you want to talk about a eulogy. Yeah, that th- that thing is going to be a eulogy tomorrow night on the air. Yeah, we uh, Jason Martin and I host every Saturday from 10 p.m. Eastern to 2 a.m. Eastern time. Uh, a lot of college football, obviously, in that time slot on Saturdays, and we're going to have two games to react to. Obviously, a lot of what we talked about today uh, with this Alabama game. It is now 27 to six, three minutes left. A lot of what we talked about today, uh, we'll talk about tomorrow, and of course, we'll recap Georgia Michigan as well. Jason, really quickly, we got to go. I want to thank you for joining me, man. I had a blast today. Me too, man. And thank you. We will be back on tomorrow night. Also, have to thank the crew, producer Ricky, pinch hitting. We appreciate your help, Sam, on the board. Iowa Sam, baby. Iowa Sam, he's fired up for that Citrus Bowl tomorrow. Isaac Lowenkron for Jason Martin. I'm Aaron Torres. Doug Gottlieb will be back in on Monday. Martin Weiss, Rob Parker, Odd Couple coming up next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.